0: 20-somethings who are either married or in committed relationships, who say their unions are more secure and more honest because they don't believe in monogamy. I just took off my clothes and I had to do it. Talking about swinging or, as it's
1: known now, living in the lifestyle. We're going to have to give you some swinging.
0: Technically, an re- orgy re- 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 requires a minimum of six participants. What a way This is a new generation of swingers. Waves have been coming at you on Friday, Saturday, last Sunday. Your nuts be drained. Oh,
1: my oh. God. Oh. 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 Hi, everyone. Welcome back to Swinging Around, episode 14, the podcast about swinging and sex. I'm Cal. And I'm JB. So, what's up this time? What do we got? What's on the docket?
0: So, today we're going to be going back to. Grassroots swinging a little bit and talk about going on that first date.
1: Ah, the first swinger date. The first swinger date, yeah. The initial couple meetup.
0: Mm hmm. Yep. The initial who are these people? Are we going (laughs) to (laughs) fuck?
1: So, do we have any lifestyle chat to start off
0: with? So, I wanted to update the listeners. We've talked about anal. We had a whole podcast about anal. Mm -hmm. And recently we had a deep dive, no pun intended, anal session recently with you and i believe we have now located your g spot
1: yes the prostate. Yeah. although un- i have to say that i it's not a, like if you 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 were feeling a bulbous mass that like you were saying had had to be the prostate and it definitely felt different for me when you said you were on that particular spot so clearly you found the prostate but the, the thing is, is that it feels different and good what when i'm when i'm if, if you're like touching it while I'm while I or you are, are jacking me or while you're blowing me, but it doesn't mm-hmm. doesn't feel that much, it must feel that good on its own. So, yeah, just like I have to like to, I have to liken it to, I guess, you know, the way that women's some, some women only have orgasms when you play with their clit and mm-hmm. they don't have G spot orgasms because it doesn't feel, and then there's women who do have G spot. Yeah. So, for me, I think the prostate just isn't, yeah, that, that it isn't. It isn't that great on its own. With coupled with, you know, other play, it's good. But.
0: Yeah, and I mean, there there are some women too who, uh, you know, when you're playing with, with that area, say it it feels weird. It feels like they have to pee, especially if they're women who squirt. And you actually had a similar comment about it. So. I did,
1: but it, but that's not. It's not a pleasant feeling, though. To mm-hmm. feel like you have to pee.
0: And and that's the thing is like you know when we've been having sessions to try and get me to squirt we've read various articles on it from the internet and just different places and they all say it might feel a little odd or might not be uncomfortable but it might just be awkward or, or different until you adjust to it and then you might grow to like it
1: mm-hmm. so maybe
0: we just need to play with it a little oh, more definitely too.
1: We, like i mean that's yeah that's always my my mantra more more so than you yeah. even is just is just keep trying and 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 you know keep keep doing it maybe try something yep. different with it i mean i don't know exactly and how i tried much...
0: different techniques different kind of various pressures and different ways to touch it
1: but for but i mean still the best feeling is is still just the the old the oldie but goodie just the just the rim job just the tongue on the outside or a finger on the outside i mean tongue tongue is the best the rim job is far and away the best anal play and that's that's even only on the outside Mm -hmm.
0: um i have to admit i don't mind giving you a rim job but you enjoy a fair amount of pressure to the point where my tongue gets tired. Now like, you know I what men up... have to. I... Yeah, but see, I don't think you put the pressure. Sometimes. When... I mean, you you play and you flick, but like I'm physically doing the same thing that my index would f- finger would do, but with my tongue. Like I'm, I'm really putting a lot of pressure on there.
1: Sometimes, I mean, we really. You I mean, know I the... would
0: demonstrate, but it doesn't do the listeners any good. To, so... work,
1: to work that pussy with the tongue, we really got you know you men gotta have some tricks. We gotta have some tricks, so you know you and and. The surface area of a hole is not very like when you play with the pussy with your tongue. You have like a whole road you got to go from bottom to top, side to side, lip to lip to lip to lip. <laughs>
0: That's a lot. Of I lips. mean, there's a lot
1: of stuff going. On. I mean, yeah, gotta,
0: I I don't deny it. it's a complex. Uh, organ I, mean, down there. I mean, I mean, uh, I the the star the starfish is much less complex. Just knowing, but he likes a lot more pressure.
1: Just knowing that, um, I mean, I will. And it makes um, my
0: tongue tingle, which is weird.
1: I'll give you the rim job every now and then, and um, oh, I lost my train of thought for a second. Uh, yeah, I and it's 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 definitely a lot less surface area than an entire pussy. So
0: although I think you have more surface area than I do,
1: just in terms of the hole, yeah, like the actual just size of the hole. I
0: would imagine you're bigger than I am.
1: I don't know. I. That's that's something I, I don't know does <laughs> does the average like does the diameter of a uh, of of the actual opening I vary I mean I'm I probably mean, I'm sure it does I'm every sure other it
0: does it's got to be body every other
1: every other part of the body you know there's no part that's standard across humans yeah. so so
0: I guess I just assume that yours is bigger than mine but
1: we'll have to invest we'll have to investigate
0: <laughs> yeah I think we will
1: I don't know exactly how we'll do that without a ruler no I. That's not sexy. <laughs> Nothing sexy about getting a ruler, but... Well, is
0: there anything sexy about trying to compare the size of one's anus to their spouse's anus? I mean, really? Mm. I mean, it's not sexy. No,
1: no, it's an interesting piece of information, though. <laughs> I don't know. Our, the mirrors in our bedroom, or our, the closets in our bedroom, are it's a mirror, so we could, you know, just look. Yeah. I
0: could, you
1: know, I could just look at yours and I could bend over. Like, I mean, I can look at mine.
0: I'm, I'm not an easy one to bend at the at this point. Oh yeah.
1: Yeah. Pregnancy. I'll do that. Yep. So
0: what else? That's uh, basically what I wanted to talk about was just, you know, that, and we also had some, some bondage play. We have handcuffs and we've got a ball gag. We've got a number of things, but um, I had the opportunity to handcuff you, your legs and arms and tie you to a chair and then blow you yeah we use and the smile on your face like you were, were loving it i could tell
1: we used the bondage tape which we haven't used that much um we should use it mm-hmm. more but and for... it worked out
0: quite well it was hard to wrap up after we were done i have to admit that
1: what bondage tape is is it's sort of a neoprene plastic tape it's not even neither side is actually sticky Probably it's, it's a...
0: neoprene at all it's, it's just plastic. It's just a
1: plastic. Well, I guess maybe it's, it's, it's like a,
0: a thick cellophane almost. It's
1: a plastic I, that yeah. sticks to itself, and neither side is sticky, but it, it'll stick to itself, and it just it looks like a, just a roll of duct tape in clear. In, in, looks, it, in its size, like clear in its duct size, in yeah, its size, yeah, it just it looks like clear duct tape, or even or actually a better um, would be packing tape, like the mm-hmm. rolls of packing yeah. tape.
0: But it, it, it it's not adhesive. Yeah,
1: neither side is sticky. But it sticks to itself just like what other like a window cling. Oh yeah, actually, that's like exactly right. Like mm-hmm. a, the way a window cling, if you it's were like to,
0: a thick window cling, if you
1: were to fold up a window cling, they would they would most likely stick to themselves. Yeah. Um.
0: They do. Well, when you, when if you like you st- stack window clings on top of each other, like oh, when you put them away, to think, they like, stick. When do
1: you like fold them over, oh, no, but...
0: you stack them on top of each other, they stick. So it's it's basically like a thick window cling in in a roll of tape form, and it's great because you can use it to tie arms tie legs um, and anything body parts to itself and it's not going to hurt your partner it's not going to rip off the hair
1: yeah so you can yeah. use it
0: kind of like how you would use a rope
1: and and for me and you who aren't real heavy and to the into the bonds I mean we have Probi- I mean, definitely more than the average person. But I'd if you're say listening- we've got basic, but a if basic li- beginners but if you're kit. listening to this podcast, you're not just an average person. So mm, you're a uh, sexy person. More than a like, we have definitely more bondage material than just a regular vanilla would probably have. But we don't have. The ropes or anything we Mm-mm. we so so what do we have we have we have handcuffs
0: we have handcuffs like shackles
1: yeah we have I mean we have we've, we've got we the, have the handcuffs for the for the
0: blindfold ball gag it's pretty standard yeah and, stuff and then I'd, we've
1: also got I mean a...
0: I think if you were to go to a store and purchase like a, a beginner's bondage kit you'd get essentially the same items that we so have what
1: we have and and, 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 and the in bondage terms tape. we have the bondage tape we have a couple of leather leather smackers or whatever you call them Mm -hmm. one is a our very we have our very first one which is just a little hand that's a it's it's the the size of it is about the size of the face of a like the top of a pop can Mm -hmm. um is or i guess just that's not
0: really bondage though i mean that's that's more like the sadomasochistic part i kind of
1: link them i i put them kind of both together but yeah in terms of in terms of bonding and you know restraining somebody those are the things we have and then and then for mm-hmm. inflicting pain we have the we have the hand it, it's a hand-shaped smacker yeah, and
0: flogger and
1: then we have the flogger and then we have um just a bigger a bigger leather i don't know the the name of it like like the one that you don't the one like that, a
0: solid paddle
1: yeah 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 that's what it is i couldn't think of the word paddle but we have a bigger paddle. Which, you learned the hard way, we gotta, <laughs> I mean.
0: We gotta go light with that. It's easy to go too it's hard very that. easy
1: to go harder on that one.
0: I've had quite the red ass from that.
1: I think my favorite, from I like mean, one smack. I like that, but that is definitely harsher, for sure. I think yeah. my favorite. I've
0: played with you with that a decent amount and kind of learned to regulate that a little bit. I
1: think my favorite is the, um, is, is the flogger. That's the correct term, right? The yeah. flogger that has the multiple leather straps. Yep. So that's
0: it's like strips of material. Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah, and we we've talked about that before on the show, and mm-hmm. that's definitely my favorite. Um, yeah, what
0: I, I just wanted to kind of mention that we had some fun with bondage, and it's it's a good way to take the control element out of it for you, and put you know I have all the control, and uh, I I can really intensify your pleasure that way. Yeah,
1: because yeah. you just
0: you you have no outlet other than vocally or you know curling your toes under or whatever but otherwise your your limbs are restrained so yeah
1: during the session and um i was actually had i was completely submissive pretty much for that session because you were i was so i mean i was essentially in the in the doggy style the traditional dog doggy style girl getting fucked position on my on all fours with with my, with my head down and then you were Playing with me from behind and then also jerking me and using the various paddles that, that we had and it was mm-hmm. it, it was a good time.
0: Yeah. So and it it was it was different to jerk you from behind. Yeah. It was fun though. I I enjoyed that quite a bit.
1: Yeah, and it's and like I talked about in the was, anal episode, it it's like very, you were it's in a very submissive vulnerable position. position for me. Um, you were in
0: the submissive position, but it was it was all about your pleasure at the same time. Like mm-hmm. I was just giving you pleasure and you didn't have to do anything. Mm-hmm. Just playing with you and, and making you feel good.
1: So I I wanted to talk about also before we get to our main topic is <laughs> I hit the hit the little thing by the microphone so if that was a weird noise that was me hitting our um hitting the pop filter the pot filter for the microphone. So I want to talk about um lifestyle um the lifestyle magazine mm-hmm. which is the magazine put out I believe it's put out by the individuals who either who own swinglifestyle.com. I'm not exactly positive on that, just I know that Swing Lifestyle's logo is... They're
0: certainly interla- interrelated in some Swing way. The
1: Swing Lifestyle logo, the four uh the the four kind of stick not stick people but the four kind
0: of like stick people
1: the four kind of bubble like bubble kind of bubble people. shaped stick people yeah it's like
0: a guy two girls holding hands and another guy in the end
1: yeah th- so the spring lifestyle logo is on the front cover so i think it's i mean it's definitely endorsed by them but i think it's put out by them as well i'm not 100 percent positive on that but the the spring issue just came out and i sort of wanted to talk not specifically about the spring issue itself just sort of about the magazine because i don't think we've talked about it um Mm-mm. So we have a subscription to the digital version. Yep. And we actually. Ex- did you
0: forward that to me? Because I need to read that.
1: No, I don't think I don't think okay. I did for the the forward spring it edition. To my email, it's please. a it's a quarterly magazine. It comes out quarterly. So the spring edition just came out, and they also do a print edition. The mm-hmm. only time we've actually seen the print edition was at a house, uh, house party. So, uh, that had a and that that was it wasn't just like a friends get-together house party it was by it was a more organized larger house party that mm-hmm. you had to pay to get into and they actually had a subscription to the actual physical magazine what i but what i want to talk about is you you've talked you have read the magazine before yeah
0: i read the well i read the last the previous issue which would have been like winter but i haven't read the spring one yet the issue
1: i i think it's good it's, i think the magazine is good because there isn't to my knowledge, it's the only actual swinger magazine that's out there, and I mean, it's if just, we're
0: wrong, let us know because we we'd be interested.
1: Yeah, I would be interested. Um, and it's an it's it's a novelty magazine. So you're not going to see it just at the at the bookstore or whatever, but you can subscribe. It can come in the mail, and they keep it discreet so that if you actually do get a mail version that they that they um you, the,
0: your neighbors aren't going to know what you're getting yeah. in the mail.
1: But and so it's 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 fun and just I like to. I like to get get myself immersed in anything swinging that you can because there isn't tons and tons of stuff out there. So when you find something that's swinger-related mm-hmm. that you can really sink your teeth into, yeah. it's it's enjoyable. But the thing that's a little... Especially with this last issue that really kind of got me is it really is a fluff magazine, though. There really is nothing in-depth at all about it. And there's, I would say probably... But there's
0: some articles in it. But all the
1: articles are... The articles, are I would say, are kind of... Fluff material as well, and they're not very long. I kind of was. It kind of hit me with this last issue that there's really this there's, there's really nothing too educational in terms of learning about the swinging culture. I mean, there is for newbies in general, but if you've been in it for any length of time at all, any then yeah. there. I mean, it's fun. What People... is it that
0: you'd want to know? I mean, what what are your expectations? What are you asking for? I
1: don't know. I guess are I should... Are you
0: looking for should... in depth research? Are you looking for I don't know. Some. For some... Statistical surveys? Done no, by... some
1: longer. Maybe some longer editorials or some. some. I don't know. I'm just, just think of any other magazine, like a mainstream magazine that you enjoy. And, I mean. Yeah, I guess. This I'm just magazine, I'm questioning
0: what content you want. Like, what information are you looking for? I don't know. Does just longer testimony. I, th-
1: I, th- I think my favorite section of it is there's a letters page and people can write in um, a question and answers page where um, people write in and the who whoever has been designated to answer the questions on the magazine does that. But that's only a couple pages and there's a lot of, so that, that's only a couple pages long. I'd like to see that be a little bit longer I think. Get a little bit more community um, some community input, some community interaction amongst everybody
0: mm-hmm. and there's quite a bit of ads for there's different uh, swinger events i would cruises, say that, i would say that, i would say
1: half the magazine is ads almost every other at, at least a third is every other page it seems like it's an ad to yeah. me i mean and regular
0: magazines are have a lot of ads that's, too. True. Not, that's true not not quite that many it doesn't sound like but i mean regular but, magazines are, are very much ad supported
1: but and then um and all the ads they're for a lot of lifestyle um uh, get like a, a big topic is the lifestyle getaways, and so various travel agencies that cater to lifestyle mm-hmm. cruises and those types of things. Yeah, which
0: is and I can find that extremely useful if you're that's looking useful to go on if, a vacation. Yeah, if you don't know,
1: if uh, and then in in the back, what's what what actually is nice though is they have a listing of all the clubs, not mm-hmm. all the clubs because I know of some clubs here in Michigan that aren't listed in the magazine, but they have a, a pretty large list of clubs for by in. For each state so what, what the clubs that are around you yeah. see i mean that's have, useful
0: if you're traveling
1: you have well it's also i mean it's useful for you i mean there's a lot of there's a lot of clubs that are listed in michigan mm-hmm. um i mean there's definitely clubs that we haven't been to so it's it's not just if you're traveling it's local or yeah. if maybe you're not aware of a club but i think you have to send in I'm, I'm not sure how they get the information because i know there's some clubs here in michigan so it's not a I can't say that the list in the back is a comprehensive list of the clubs, but that's a good resource. Still a good start. That's a good resource, and there's always a review of a club. Mm-hmm. Um, that's, but it's put in by the management of the club. I'd like to see user use users re, uh, rate clubs and talk about a, a, their favorite club in the area or, or whatever. I don't. I find it less interesting to read a full page about a club owner saying what their amenities are and what's nice about their club um
0: yeah i mean it's not a true review of any sense it's just an overview of the club yeah. rather than a review I of the think, club
1: i think don't get me wrong i think it's actually a great resource it's fun
0: it's you're not really endorsing it here for me like i have to admit <laughs> well you
1: well well you read it what you, i have read it well so what are your thoughts on i think
0: that? it's interesting i agree that articles aren't real in-depth but i don't know that i Am looking for anything more in depth either. I don't know where I would get that.
1: I guess if I'm trying to boil it, I guess part of it too is I don't think I'm articulating it this well, but I think part of it too is I feel like if if they always have the same sort of setup, I I think part of it just like you said with other I forget what what magazine Cos- I've complained Cosmo. about this with Cosmo. Yeah. You if get the same read,
0: article in five different ways over the course of if you read it from. That's than exactly a year, what it is. And if you've you read the same article. if you've read yeah. one
1: lifestyle magazine, you've pretty much read them all. And I think you know you made that argument with Cosmo. Mm-hmm. After you...
0: Yeah, I mean there's there's the like with Cosmo there's there's the obligatory article about sex and you know what you have and haven't been doing, or then there's the health and beauty article, the the lifestyle you know what to do with your boyfriend or whatever article. I mean it, it, there's different flavors of each of those types of articles, but after the throughout the course of a year, twelve issues, you're gonna read the same thing. And with this, it's it's quarterly, so maybe. Every couple of issues, you're going to start to see the same themes and the yeah. same.
1: Yeah, and it, and it, it is both. cool. Like I said, it's cool that there is even a magazine. I mean, they're for... they're trying
0: to integrate an underground community. So because it's not like we're an outed community. We're not not even like LGBT where there's there's an outed community. I mean, swingers. Yeah, there there are swingers who are out, but I think there's a lot more swingers who aren't. So how do you get those people who are? underground to participate how do you get them to have a voice how do you how do you survey them how do you come out with interesting articles about them if you can't if you have a hard time identifying them Mm -hmm.
1: yeah yeah and i and i feel like i failed here a little bit because i wanted to talk about the magazine because i do recommend individuals if you can read it and i know that there are ways i know that actually our subscription we had gotten for free because every now and then on com, i just they had a they all have a banner that just says uh, free subscription for. Mm-hmm. I mean, I don't. I this was about a year ago, so our our subscription is probably running out. But it was like a free subscription for click, clicking on the banner, and yeah. they were just try- trying to promote it. I, I suppose and and
0: for free, why not try it out?
1: Yeah, and I, I I it's it's actually not free unless you actually get you see a a promotion or mm-hmm. you know somebody and you can borrow it. So. I, I didn't do a good job because I actually wanted to promote it and I ended up complaining about it more than promoting it. Yeah, and
0: it. I think we spent a lot more time talking about it than we even intended to in the first place.
1: Well, I don't see anything wrong with that, though. Mm-hmm. So, so for, the, for those of you who are familiar with Lifestyle Magazine, write in, let us know what you think. Do you like it? Do you find it repetitive, even if you do like it? Like I do, I find, you know, I I read one issue, you read them all, or you read them all. So, write in, let us know what you think. And if you know of any other magazines that cater to lifestyle or um or periodicals
0: ra- in general it might be newsletters or something i don't know yeah
1: yeah write in and let us know because we would like to get involved and, and read those as well so why don't we move on into our main topic the first finger date
0: so this is kind of a our experiences podcast and some of the first dates we've had because i mean you know when, when you're a non when you're a monogamous person you think your last first date is the first the first date you have with your, your spouse. So, you know, I thought the last time I'll ever go on a first date was when I was with Cal. Oh, no, was I wrong? <laughs> because basically when you're trying to meet new swinger couples, you go out on first dates all the time. And what I love about the swinger first date setup is for me, I get the same kind of jittery excitement, a little bit of nervousness feeling that i got when i would you know be going on first dates in college or in high school or whatever you know that it brings back that whole new excitement that you don't really get the opportunity with anymore when you're with your spouse or yeah yeah other. you get that
1: you i i think i've i've seen it referred to or heard it referred to as um, nre so near relationship energy mm-hmm. and it's that you know you, you get that well, it's not
0: even a relationship yet it's like the possibility of a yeah new relationship yeah but even. you get
1: those you get the butterflies and or not not and, you know, just like, just like you get on a first date with anybody, you know, you're wondering, are you going to like them? Are they going to like you? Or yeah. are you going to click? But now that it, the dynamic is uh, uh, for people, uh, you know, a quad, it's it's a quad dynamic that yeah. brings its own, you know, unique things. Because, you know, you might jive with, like, I might jive with the the female in the couple and not with the male or yeah, vice versa. I mean, versa. that's happened to us and then recently. And then I also have to, then it's also, it doesn't... It, um, how are you diving with with both of them? So yeah,
0: yeah, and it's it's a really fun dynamic. I really like the first dates. I mean, their their nervousness and some in some ways you want to get past the first date if you're not the kind of couple who's going to play on the first date. Then you definitely want to get through with it, figure out if you like the other couple or not, so that you can get onto the play date. But even if you do play on the first date, there's still that level of nervousness and what's going to happen. Are we gonna do anything? Are they, you know, what? Mm-hmm. How's it gonna go down? Are we gonna like them? Are we not gonna like them? So we're kind of we're operating under the assumption that you've already identified a couple that you think you have interest in, and you've seen pictures, and you've you've done the picture swap, and you find their pictures to be attractive, and hopefully honest and truthful about what they actually look like, like a fair representation of who they are. And I'm also presuming that you've had some kind of at least online. Or text message chatting with these people. Yeah,
1: either through the messaging system, through through the uh, the network that you're on, be it SLS or Cassidy or any of those. So e- emails through there, text messages, or phone conversations, some kind of yeah. some kind of outside conversations. So I mean, and
0: not everybody does that. I mean, there are people who list that they're going to a location like a, a Wild Walker's type bar, which is a. Um, Kind of a swinger takeover bar in Michigan. Or, you know, there's people who might post that, hey, we're going to be at such and such a place. Here's what we look like. Just meet us. And then randoms could go and can meet them. And I, I've seen that too. But from our experience, or at least our preference, is to try and get to know a little bit about somebody and at least click with them uh, via text and chat before meeting them in person. Yeah. But what?
1: But I mean, all the, the stuff we're going to talk about, with the exception of whether or not you've talked to them beforehand or not, everything after, like everything that is included with the actual meetup could could be for people who are meeting up blind or if you've yeah. met up or if you talked before. So Yeah.
0: So, I mean, I think it's a good idea to, to look at their pictures ahead of time, kind of have an idea of what they look like. Because, I mean, even with the people that we've met where we've seen their pictures, there's still that level of uncertainty where you're like, I think that's them. Is that them? I'm not quite sure. Because I, I feel like... Everybody looks a little bit different when you meet them in person than they do in their pictures.
1: Yeah, yeah, and also, pictures, you know, you you may have looked at their pictures a thousand times before meeting them, just out of anticipation or, or whatever, or maybe you've only looked at them once, but... Pictures are are a particular pose. People look different at nighttime yeah. versus daytime versus
0: swinger sexy gear versus just some pictures are just everyday gear. Yeah, or, or vice versa where they're naked in their pictures. So you're like, I'd recognize your tits but not your face.
1: <laughs> yeah, or you know, or just simply the the girl's got a haircut or the guy has a different haircut. And so yeah. so but usually what we found is if you're meeting up for the first time, usually if if you arrive first, whoever's there first, people you're walking into wherever you're meeting the bar or the restaurant and you're kind of looking around for a couple and and then and if and both couples are just looking for another couple so usually you'll lock eyes and be like oh yep that's that's, that's them, them. Yeah. so then you know you go over and, and 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 start chatting or whatever but
0: so that leads me to the question of what kinds of locations do you think are good for a first date and what kinds of locations do you think are not good for a first date
1: well definitely i think the number one for us would need to be a bar uh because you can get some drinks you can loosen up Mm -hmm. and uh, my preference i'm i think you agree but we'll see in a second but my preference is a bar that isn't that isn't too loud either. I mean, we're gonna talk about loud places and why they're not great for a first meetup. Yeah. Um. We've, but, but we've bars, met at, like
0: emptier bars that are kind of dive bars. We've met at sports bars.
1: Sports bars are good. The only the only, I mean, I would say any bar is good in general. Just if it's really loud or hard to talk. If if they have a if it's a live band that's going on. A lot of a lot of bars have live bands on the weekend, but mm-hmm. unfortunately, loud music makes it hard to talk.
0: Yeah. Outside patios are kind of nice too. We we had a first at, a day at an outside patio at a bar, and that was pretty fun. It got a little awkward when their vanilla friends spotted them and said hello. Yeah, that but... was a,
1: that was one <laughs> of the funniest things is that here we are meeting a meeting a couple, and we actually didn't end up playing with them then or since actually I I think they are just got out of the.
0: Yeah, I don't think they were they're, ready for the lifestyle. They're style. still on our
1: friends list on our on SLS, and they haven't logged in for over two hundred days, so yeah. they just.
0: They sizzle out, but... sizzle
1: out, but but yeah, we were sitting there talking to them. and then it's 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 in a town that we both live in. So then here, some vanilla friends, some friends you know outside that they just know come up, and it's pretty awkward for us, or you know, because because they can't really, yeah. They they actually didn't really introduce us because they probably were like, well, what do I say?
0: Yeah, and and, and you don't want to like have to answer the question, well, how do you how did you guys meet? How do you know each other?
1: Yeah, awkward. so but I think. I think um, bars are good. I think
0: we've I, done the sit-down dinner before too. Where, but
1: you, I don't recommend that either. It's a
0: little bit intimate, especially if the you are not clicking right away with the other couple. Plus,
1: I mean, a bar, a restaurant's okay. I would still recommend though meeting at the bar area of the restaurant where mm-hmm. you the it's it's drinks because the when 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 we've done it and you know you go and actually get dinner. I found it awkward because you're trying to get to know them, but you're also just eating and and shoveling your face full of food. I yeah. highly recommend just going to some place so, where you can just get some drinks. I so know. I
0: guess this is kind of like the equivalent of the coffee date for the first date, where rather than going out to dinner, you say, well, let's meet for coffee, but this is the adult, swingerized version, so it's let's meet for drinks.
1: It's let's meet for drinks.
0: Plus, we're swingers, so, so, so we
1: want to meet for some, for some drinks and titty, but plus... I don't want
0: to – I don't like coffee, neither do you, so we would – No, we don't. Plus, I mean, who dresses sexy at a coffee shop? Well, so, I mean – I mean, you're people to want to wear something nice, something that people accentuates who are going your on a, positives.
1: People do go on first dates at coffee shops, and I'm sure they, they dress up nice just like
0: – Yeah, but like, not weird necessarily. No, no, but – But so where else other than um? – We've also done the – We've talked to a couple of couples where like – we, we aren't sure, you know, we've got a couple of balls in the air that we're juggling as far as couples go, because we're, we're not polyamorous, we're swingers, so we like to play with another couple, but not necessarily start into a new relationship with them, so it's not unusual for us to have a couple of couples that we're chatting with at a given time, and so we've also done the let's meet up at a, at a party.
1: Oh yeah, that's a great one too, let's meet up at a party. Now that
0: does get a little bit loud, but this... so you, you kind of want to try to identify it. Pick out a table, maybe get there a little earlier in the party, and uh, stake your claims at a table a little bit farther away from the DJ speakers mm-hmm. so that you do have that opportunity to talk.
1: Yeah, meeting up at a, a, a club is, is one of the exceptions that I would say to meeting up at a loud place because it's, it's a loud place, but it's a loud place where swingers go, so if you're meeting up with other swingers that's a, it's a one yeah. of the natural places to go but you're right you know try maybe get down and get a table earlier chat or mm-hmm. tr- get a get a table a little further away from the speakers yeah. I think and... it's a good
0: way to cast a wider net and I think it's also a good way to meet up with a couple that you're not as sure about especially if you meet them at the party but you don't necessarily go with them to the party you know so mm-hmm. you, you set it up where it's like hey we're going to this party why don't we meet you there? We'll see you there. Or we'll run into each other there and, and get to know each other a little bit more there. Because mm-hmm. then you've got an out. You're at a party. There's a lot of other people around. If, if things don't work out with them, there's probably... You know, there could be other couples there that you know if it's a club that you've been going to for a while that you're familiar with. Or at least there's other couples that you could meet if this couple doesn't work out. So mm-hmm. it, it gives you a, an opportunity to kind of run away from the other couple if you need to.
1: Yeah. Yeah, exactly. So... So what are some places that aren't great? Um, strip club. Strip club. You'd now, think it
0: would be phenomenal. It's
1: controversial because I could see people writing in and letting us know, oh, it's a great place. We love it. But the problem it's is... it's a sexy
0: place. Like, strip clubs a, are It's a sexy place a
1: lot. Just like a, um, a, a swing club is a sexy place. A strip club is a sexy place. And you're right. You'd think it would be there's a sexy atmosphere going on. You can be flirtatious there. But the issue is again, just just overwhelmingly loud. Usually, yeah. a lot of times there's the the club music that the you know the dancers are dancing to, and it's just just mm-hmm. hard to talk. And I think that it's now for
0: now if you're going to like a dive, we when we did this, we went to a bigger strip club. I think it was a Hustler Club, like Larry Flint Hustler Club. So it was it was a bigger club. It was kind of a more upscale club. So I, I think the other couple had an issue with kind of the prices of things too which strip clubs are expensive if you're going on a swinger date expect to pay money well that's that's a that's we can
1: talk about that right now i, mean, I think we're going to talk about a little later but i don't know just the atmosphere like being i mean you want to be yourselves but we've been the things that have turned us off is just being overtly too frugal yeah on the date like if you're if you're asking i mean i don't know just like a normal date where you don't usually you don't worry about place yeah, too much you're courting or,
0: someone it's just like when you're in a first couple of dates with with a girl that you've never met or a guy that you've never met you don't whip out the coupon yet
1: yeah but complaining that the, the strip club has a cover i mean strip clubs just have covers or or just just in general just being tacky and frugal is a little an, is is annoying i mean it's it, has, it it's not a complete deal breaker for us we've we played with this couple that we're referring to we we played with them on multiple occasions and they're fun but just being a little, I don't know, being yeah. out, trying to be sexy, and usually when you go out and you're trying to be sexy and you're and you're flirting, you're not going to, I mean, you don't want to be throwing around dollar bills, making it rain, <laughs> like, you know, you know, make throwing 20s all over the place, but, no, but you also don't want to make, you don't want to be like, oh, I'm not going to. You're an
0: adult time. You're going out. You're not with your children. You're, you're being yourself. You should yeah, expect is, to spend a little money. It's a
1: night out, and. Especially
0: if it's something you don't do And often. we're not saying
1: that you need to spend money, but if you're, at, but. What the other couple I guarantee does not want to hear is you complain because the waters are too expensive or the yeah. drink that you got is too expensive. I if mean, you, if you agreed be... to
0: set up a date there, then you agreed to to pay the price of what the date's going to be.
1: Yeah, you don't want to. I mean, just like any date with anybody, complaining is going to be a turnoff. So, yep.
0: yeah, no, I, I agree, and we've we've run into that and we've dealt with it. And the the other piece that I think is a turnoff when you're on any kind of a date, especially a first date is someone who uh, doesn't want to partake in, in the festivities because they're watching what they're they're watching their weight and they like make that evident like oh i'm trying to lose the next 10 pounds so i'm i'm not going to get dinner or yeah. i i normally do drink but not tonight because i'm on a diet like, and the the one indulge a little people the one night you're isn't indulging sexually sexually indulge in everything else like indulge yeah. in life like i think that's the thing about swingers is we're kind of hedonistic so Not c- Kinda. <laughs> okay, we're hedonistic. So at least our expectation is that if we're, if we're going out on a date and we're gonna have fun and we're gonna play and that's fun too, then let, it, let yourself go a little bit. Now, mm-hmm. once you've gotten to know people and if finances really are tight for you, then okay, I can understand people need to be frugal. You you can't not everybody can afford to go out and spend well, yeah. fifty sixty seventy bucks on a on a swinger date. But th- to, maybe that's to when you I mean, the itch.
1: I think that's when you should. But that should have been resolved up front though when you decide where you're going to meet. Yeah. You should decide to meet somewhere where it's not going to be an issue. I mean, yeah. if money is going to be an issue, and we're not saying that it, that you shouldn't be worried about it. If it if it's going to be an issue, just just plan to go somewhere where the drinks are a little cheaper, or that you know meet somewhere where where that's not going to be a, a concern for you. I mean, there's going to mm-hmm. be various places. I mean, clearly very, certain places have, are more expensive than others. And if it's mm-hmm. going to be an issue, just go somewhere where you don't have to worry about it. Then yeah. you don't have to...
0: And maybe you do try and combine your first date with the local club party that you're going to anyway. Yeah. Like, I... if you had already budgeted to spend money on, on the uh, monthly club party, then plan on meeting up with them then because you've already got that money budgeted.
1: Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So what else do we have that we want to talk about? So oh, other
0: other good one other good place to, to meet up with that we didn't talk about is I don't know if other places have this or not, but in Michigan there's a business that actually runs uh, private hot tub rental.
1: Yeah, well, yeah, I I was I thought about mentioning that. And, and maybe not for
0: a first date I, but for yeah, a sex i don't date. know if
1: it's the best place for a first getting to know somebody maybe yeah, maybe it's the first too much pressure well if the first date goes well then you know you start off at a bar then you move on to this hot tub place but yeah here in michigan or at least i shouldn't in um actually specifically ann arbor michigan
0: there's one there are other places in michigan
1: are there yeah Kalamazoo, Grand Rapids. The only, the only one that i know of
0: it's a change well that, it's it there's multiple locations for it
1: the only the only one that i know is in a, ann arbor but it's a it's a hot tub place and they go and they have various theme rooms and that'd be very we it, it's a would be a very cool place to meet up with a swinger couple is a someplace i mean hot tubs are hot tubs were made for swingers come on now <laughs>
0: so indeed
1: so those are also cool places but i wouldn't say it's yeah. An initial meetup should go on there. Yeah. But if the first date goes well and you want to keep the party going, then yeah. by all means keep roll on and into that's, the –
0: that's how I feel about meeting up at someone's house for a first date because ultimately these are strangers that you're meeting up with. So you need to be wary of your own self-protection.
1: Yes. You want – yeah, we probably should have let off with that even. Like you want to make sure that you're meeting up somewhere safe – and now if you, that's why a
0: public place is a great place to meet somebody. First off, maybe not meet at a hotel room. Meet meet somewhere at a bar first.
1: Now, of course it's going to be up to your own discretion if and how, how much you know, how willing you are, how trusting you are to to meet up. But we, I, I don't think we would personally ever meet up with somebody for the first time at somebody's house, or no, we wouldn't invite somebody back to our it. place for a first date. I mean, even though just because, and and also that's all. It's a little awkward. There isn't as... I feel like it's, it's a little more awkward then, too. And...
0: Yeah, there's no atmosphere to...
1: I mean, you can make your own atmosphere, put music on, but even then, it's not the same. It's not... It's a little more awkward, plus there's safety. And so, you know, you, you know if you invite somebody over... Well, no, that's not necess... That's not even the case. I mean, even if you invite somebody to your, to your house, you don't...
0: They don't know that you're safe. Well,
1: they don't know that you're safe, but but also you don't know that you're not inviting people who are going to come and rob you and... Yeah, and, you know, and... if not
0: then, later, you know. So,
1: make sure that you meet up i would try to try to make sure that just just whatever it means to you to be safe be safe you know Mm -hmm. if if you have a rule that you only ever meet up in public locations okay or that because i don't want to you know you can't blanket say only meet up in public places and that's it but you need to do what's right for you to keep safe and Mm -hmm. my our recommendation for doing that is to meet at a public place and
0: i mean that's just referring to physical safety not with respect to sexual safety well, Cause, I mean, that's a whole other aspect. and and I've got that kind of slated for us to talk about, too. is just what what are reasonable expectations for a first date? Are you gonna play? Are you not gonna play? I mean, how should you should you go in expecting that you're gonna fuck that night? Well, that I think
1: there's a, that depends on multiple factors. I think it depends on first your own personal rules. you know, maybe as a couple you have, a no play on the first date rule. Mm-hmm. I people have that rule. It's not I would say that's our general rule, but we have But it's not a steadfast, hard rule. But we have, but we have broken that, but I think Yep.
0: And that's a different kind of rule breaking than saying only full swap or only soft swap. Yeah, or that yeah. to us that's a different rule. And even then we'd both have to still agree on it before but, we'd move forward with anything. But it
1: goes it comes down to your own your own rules on the on playing on the first date and also the other couples and yeah. how you're feeling you know, just how the chemistry is. Yeah. If what the expectations are, it's going to vary by, you know, it's never going to be a hard and fast rule. That's always going to be. We own. I mean, you could, I mean, there are individuals out there who say like, we want to like who the expectation is, they're going to play because they don't get out very often. Maybe they want to go play, but there,
0: if a couple, if, if a couple is pushy like that, then it's, it's a turnoff for me. Like, as you just said, we don't typically play with couples on the first date. Sometimes we do, though. Well, I But, they... but if, if the other couple goes in with that expectation, if they make that clear, like, we're, we're meeting up so that we can screw, that turns me off a little well, bit. Well,
1: it, it also doesn't mean you're pushy. It could mean that you're also not, like, you expect to play, you're not pushy, which you shouldn't be pushy, but you, you, you go expecting to play, you're not pushy, nothing happens, and you're disappointed. Yeah. And so it's... it's a, it,
0: but it's like I I don't think you should put undue pressure on anybody or if if or somebody, on yourselves even yeah and and if somebody pressures you you shouldn't feel like you have to just well, because you met yeah just because you met up with a swinger couple doesn't mean you have to play with them but
1: I'm also coming especially at it, if
0: you're not attracted to them I'm
1: also coming at it from the point of view of your own selves being you just have to know yeah like like your own selves being disappointed if if well, you go, like if you're not pushy people so you're not gonna
0: well there's a difference between being pushy and being um. Yeah, I'm talking there, there's about... There's a difference between being pushy and, and suggesting that you play. I'm talking about like, people
1: who aren't... Let's. The thing that I'm talking about, though, is people who aren't pushy at all. They don't suggest it at all, but they hope to play, and well, it just doesn't happen. Then I don't think
0: just, suggesting playing is being pushy. I, You know? No, like, we're I, using that word. I'm play. trying to talk...
1: No, I'm just trying to talk about not being pushy at all. Like, there's
0: being proactive and then being non-proactive, I, I guess. I guess what I'm
1: talking about is people who aren't proactive, yeah. but who hope to play... And then it doesn't happen. Yeah. Then they're disappointed. I mean, you
0: can't always just sit back and hope things happen to you. Sometimes you have to make it happen, but it's all about how you approach it. Because to me, I, I'm saying pushing in a negative connotation, like forceful, as opposed to being suggestive or, or you know, there, there's a difference between bringing it up and saying, would you guys be opposed to playing tonight versus uh, let's go back and play.
1: Yeah, I, th- I think that's all it takes is just seeing. Towards the towards later in the night, or whenever, at what point, whatever point you and your spouse or you and your partner think that you would like to play, just bring it up. Just like you said, like would you be up for playing? And then you know that's pretty much all it takes. It doesn't. Mm -hmm. There isn't too much more to talk about. That I don't think.
0: Yeah, I mean you can drop it in, in hints or however you want. It's it's it's. I guess it's just up to discretion as to what level of subtlety you want to use.
1: Yeah, yeah. Just if if you want to play. Let it be known, but don't be pushy, and yeah. if you haven't – Yeah, there's you, nothing
0: wrong with letting it be known that you want to play.
1: You and your spouse should – I keep saying spouse, but it could be your partner. You and you and the person you're going there with should definitely have already have a plan, or are we going to play tonight, or are we not? I mean, I guess you could
0: – Or you, at least you need to regroup sometime throughout the night and decide that. Like, yeah. Like – you know, maybe the other couple runs to the bathroom or maybe you need to get something out of your car. I don't know. You come up with some reason to have you, a private chat a quick private chat with your partner to regroup with them and, and confirm, hey, our, I know we said we weren't gonna play, but I I could actually see going this way. I'm really liking this couple. What do you think?
1: Or, yeah, you don't wanna you just don't wanna be yeah, you wanna talk with your with with with, with your partner at some point. You just don't want to be in the awkward position where they the other couple asks you to play and you're both standing there dumbfounded because you're not sure what to say. <laughs> yeah and one
0: and one be, person's like, "Wow, well, we weren't gonna play tonight and the other person's like, Yeah, I'm into it and then yeah, and you, then you're you sending w- mixed signals. You wanna be
1: on the same page and also you just wanna you just wanna have that communication yeah. between yourselves and so either you know, either you have a plan that if it comes up and the playing comes up then we'll go for it or you know, coming to you know, having that time to talk in the in the middle of the yeah. date sometime. Like, yeah. like 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 you mentioned. So anything else for
0: yeah, I mean, I just, I think in, in general for advice for people who haven't gone on first dates before with other couples, I think it's no, treat it no differently than you would as going on a first date if you were with a single person as opposed to a couple. So, like, I mean, really the idea is just go have fun, be flirtatious. You're with your partner, so at least flirt with your partner. But, you know, try and, and flirt with the other partner, too, that you you might be hooking up with, oh, yeah. whether it's the girl yeah. or the guy or, you, you know, I mean, it's it's not a business dinner.
1: Yeah, of you're course. Not, you you're wanna... not
0: going there with with people who you're trying to conduct a business transaction with. You're going there with people who they who you might be potentially having sex with. So, so try and strike up a chemistry.
1: Yeah, I mean that's it. more so than even just ca- than even vanilla dating or regular what's considered to be regular dating. Swinger dating, the expe- there is a the reason that you're going to meeting these to meeting these people is eventually down the line at some point that there's going to be some kind of sexual play
0: yeah I mean, I mean that is the with with swingers the pretense is sex
1: yeah the pretense is we're going with, and you, and and we're just gonna feel out and see if there's chemistry here yeah. to fuck Cause if with, there's with, going to be play
0: you know you could say with dating it's like that too but no, i don't think not to the same extent as no, no 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 because no. with dating you're looking for a mate yeah with you're probably also, Amory, you're looking for a mate but with swinging you're looking for a fuck
1: yeah you're looking yeah ex- exactly and and other types of relationships, you're trying to, you know, develop a relationship first and see where it goes. Here you're trying to see if you're compatible to have sexual activity. Yeah. And so
0: and, and so uh, knowing that you should dress like that. I mean, dress nice, you dress wanna... just like we've talked about for dressing for parties, really. You want to yeah, dress dress sexy. for the venue that you're going to dress
1: sexy but appropriate for wherever you're going. If you're going to just a regular bar, you know, you don't want to be It'd be
0: different than a strip club. Two
1: out there. yeah. You wanna be show
0: off the titties and the ass though.
1: Yeah. And then the other thing is to also it's just fun. We found it's just always fun to. I mean, this would have happened naturally, I think, anyways. But it's just always fun to talk about, uh, you know, your swinger experiences, and but that would just come up in general. Usually, because that's what you have in common. Yeah. That's the first thing that you know that everybody has in common. Is... I know.
0: Well, but that's not the first thing you talk about. Like you'll end up talking about the weather. You'll talk about your jobs. Well, you'll do. Some this... people don't want to talk about personal lives, which you'll I mean this... that might be understandable. Yeah, too, you'll have if you want the... to maintain anonymity.
1: You'll have the small talk, and because for a lot of for a lot of it, this is it's almost like a blind date. It's it's not. I mean, I guess it depends on how you define a blind date. If you define a blind date as if you've never met this person in real life, then probably for the most part these these are blind dates. They're uh, very, very, very you, close you, to you, that. Because yeah. you you probably haven't encountered them at a coffee shop and then and then said, "Hey, let's go grab a drink." This yeah. is you know you see a profile or you your or however you go about it, but these are probably blind dates. And so in in that sense, you may, you might you, you might have chatted or even voice chatted or talked on the phone. But in general, it's probably going to be a blind date, and so then, yeah, you just do the small talk, you talk about the weather, but
0: um, but eventually, you need to move into something sexual. You need to move into talking about something that's going to start to turn up the heat a yeah, little be- bit on your on your conversation. You need to turn turn away from the small talk and turn into something adult. Because it
1: isn't just friend conversation. You're there's just like you said, there's the sexual pretense there's a sexual mm-hmm. nature of the reason for meeting up and so yeah just
0: and I love that like it's fun because it's it's just like this podcast it's stuff that I could never say at work I, I can't reference titties at work but on a on a first date oh yeah you bet I can
1: and so you don't want to fall I mean you you just want to move into the sexy conversation to see where things are going and mm-hmm. um. You don't want to be in you don't want to just be in a hundred percent friend zone conversation because
0: yeah, and I think we had that problem a little bit with the couple that you were talking about before. I think that that might have been part of our issue, but it's yeah, and, and, and so there's nothing wrong with saying so. How did you guys get in the lifestyle, or what what kind of rules do you guys have? What's your fantasies? What what are you looking to get out of the lifestyle? And any of those sorts of questions just to get the ball rolling and then move on. And another fun thing to do. That might be a good icebreaker is to suggest that you collectively kind of play the game of who's a swinger couple because you go to a bar, there's always other couples there that are you know, you might find other foursomes that are hanging out. and so it's kind of fun at a restaurant too to look around and pick out the, the people who might also be swingers mm-hmm. and, and that that's kind of a fun icebreaker, I think, to kind of be like, hey, you see that couple over there? I think they're swingers. No,
1: I agree. I agree. So. Does that do it for the first meetup? I think we kind of...
0: Yeah, yeah. I, I think the only... One more point is uh, don't feel guilty if you don't like the other couple.
1: Oh, yeah. If it if, if they... it's not
0: going to work out, it's not going to work out. And, and they're adults and you're adults and you're not there to waste anybody's time. So just don't, don't do one of those, I'm going to take one for the team because we're already out and we want to swing. If you're not attracted to them, go home and bang the fuck out of each other. And let the other couple do the same, and and just part your ways.
1: That's a great point. That's that's a great point. So with that, we can move on to what we're calling MFB.
0: MFB, Mary Fuck Blow.
1: All right. So this is the segment where we do periodically, not every episode, but periodically we do uh, Mary Fuck Blow, which is you've probably seen it, the iteration on Friends, or you just sitcoms usually or usually
0: yeah, marry fuck kill yeah marry fuck yeah
1: where and in our version it's who would you marry who would you fuck and who would you blow
0: or have blow you
1: yeah the 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 blow is could go either way you could be the person doing the do, you know you can, doing or receiving doing or receiving yep. so
0: so who so wants to go first lay them
1: on me okay L- I, Lay the three on me. I,
0: I had a hard time with this one because I wasn't sure. I've gone with celebrities the last few times, so I kind of wanted to mix it up a little bit. Mm-hmm. But you still have to pick something, you know, people that the listeners are going to be familiar with. Yeah,
1: if we gave just random and random people, they're going to be like, "Well, who cares? I don't know who that is." So,
0: I I have a. They're they're both kind of Disney based. All
1: right, bring it up.
0: Um, okay, this one's a it's it's a Harry Potter related. So, oh, well, it's not
1: Disney based. Well,
0: I know it's Warner Brothers. So, and well, are, are, I, I are, have a disney Are we one. talking
1: books or movies also?
0: Um, we are talking book incarnations or as portrayed in the movies, either way. So, it's your choice.
1: Oh, okay. Because
0: some people might be familiar with the books. Some people might I mean, be familiar with the I movies. I mean, for the so. most part,
1: if you're talking sex, you're going to go with the movies because that's visual Cause anyways. Because it's visual. So. Yeah,
0: exactly. So, so your choices are Hermione Granger, who is kind of the book smart uh, part of the trio of Harry and, and his friends um bellatrix lestrange who for those of you who aren't familiar is kind of the evil witch of the group of, of the storylines she's she's pretty crazy she's deranged and she's got kind of a deranged look to her mm-hmm. and then the last one is professor McGonagall, who's probably a, a seven she's she's probably in her 70s she's she's the classic kind of witch with the big nose and you know older professor kind of uptight
1: Type. oh this one's incredibly easy i don't even have to think really at all about this so i would marry hermione for sure well i'll work the other way because so professor McGonagall would blow me because i'm not eating her out she's too old <laughs> she can blow me a mouth is a mouth so yeah, she, she might can...
0: even she might even have false teeth so she could probably gum you that might be good <laughs>
1: so she can blow me for sure and then definitely fuck Bellatrix because i bet she's wild and crazy and fun i would yeah
0: she'd probably take it up the ass like a champ
1: i would yeah i would definitely think it has some fun with bellatrix and then and then She's mary... hair
0: pulling she might <laughs> she might cast some spells on you though you gotta be careful what comes out of her mouth <laughs> she might yell some crazy spell and kill you or something
1: and it's funny of course you'd give this one you're the big harry potter fan yeah. i become a harry potter fan through you and
0: I'll, I'll tell you my other one but you don't have to answer well the hold questions. on well yeah
1: so so then obviously uh mary hermione uh Number one, because I've already listed the other two, so the remaining one has to be the Mary. But also, she's the most down-to-earth, closer to close to my age. Like, she's the one who I could picture, you know, spending a lot of time with the other two. Yeah, I could not spend I couldn't see spending any time with, I so. gave you kind
0: of an easy one. Now, this other one, you don't have to answer. I just kind of wanted to throw out there what I was thinking.
1: Well, but if it's a good one, save it for the next All time. All right, I'll save it for later. Yeah, yeah, no, don't, you know. To use the metaphor, don't blow your wad early. Use the
0: okay. I'm not a man. I'm I. I can come as much as I want, so I'm a bowler. So <laughs> I blow my wad early and often is kind of how I think of it. <laughs>
1: well, that's true. I gotta retain mine if I have good ideas. I don't. I'm not gonna. I'll, I'm gonna save I'll them up.
0: This one, I, I had a hard time with this one this week because I, I didn't want to go the classic celebrity route, which I could, well, still kind of did, but I, we, I went with characters. Pretty instead. much, it's
1: no secret that pretty much they're gonna be. If not celebrities, well, they could be porn stars. Well, it could be porn. It's going to be
0: mainstream so, people.
1: Mainstream people. I mean, originally or, I was thinking
0: or sports figures. Or idea.
1: Well, I mean, yeah, that's fine. The only, I think, the only rule that we have is that our listeners would need to know who they are. So that's yeah. that's the only. I mean, they could be fictional characters, but I mean, you know, fictional mm-hmm. from a, a fictional piece yeah. of literature or whatever. But as long as it's kind of a well-known thing, yeah. then everything's on the table. So.
0: So what do you got for me?
1: So my three are, I feel like they're obvious. I mean, maybe not, but we we we've been watching a lot of "It's Sunny in Philadelphia."
0: Yeah, I kind of had a feeling you were going this route
1: on uh, Netflix, and this show is hilarious. It's we we've heard I had heard of it that it was really funny for the longest time. Yeah,
0: I yeah,
1: too. And um, we started watching it, and it's it's. It's, it's, called, about, it's, it's about it's always
0: sunny in Philadelphia.
1: It's about this this group of people who own a bar and a group of late twenties individuals who own a bar in, in Philadelphia, and they are all just deplorable people. They're not; yeah. they're just all very selfish, and selfish,
0: narcissistic, greedy.
1: But the show is hilarious. The situations that they get in, and um, Danny DeVito's on the show as well. He's he's plays the father of two of the other characters, but it's a very funny, funny show. And so there's three main. Three main guys on the show, and uh, I don't know. There's, ex- I know Charlie Day. So their the, their names in the show is Charlie, Mac, and Dennis. Um, so those those are your three options. But I'm gonna try to challenge myself to remember their names because I see the credits every night. So yep. Charlie Day, yep. is one. I think Rob Mc McHenally or something.
0: McCallerhorn or something like that. It's weird. Is
1: name. is um is Mac and then, Glenn something is, is, is Dennis, (laughs) but so, but you have Charlie Mack and Dennis.
0: Okay. So So. hopefully
1: those of you who have seen the show. Yeah. I always feel bad. I'll, I'll, I'll
0: describe the archetype a little bit too. If you get our
1: references, like, like if you're, if, if, I'm I'm sure this segment is good if you have seen the show or seen the movie that we're talking about, and it's horribly boring if you haven't. So (laughs) that's just how it's going to be. Yeah, I
0: mean, you did the Everybody Loves Raymond one not that long ago. Yeah, but I feel like that's on a network I bet everybody
1: knows those characters. This is... This show is on. Much less this show is yeah. on Netflix or um, on on it airs on FX, so it's a little bit. It's a little yeah, bit it's um, more cable. Less, it's less likely. To yeah, watch the it. the viewership is lower. So I. But so I'd like I like to
0: think that we have cool viewers. So, so I apologize.
1: So. Well, yeah, but listeners can't watch or see everything, so I apologize. This will be the, you know, uh, I apologize for any any time we do this segment and you don't yep. know what we're talking about. But maybe next time we do the segment, you will. So. Yep.
0: So. Mac so, Charlie Dennis. So I'm gonna go with uh mac first and i will blow him mac is kind of the classic tall thin skinny kind of guy he thinks he's hot and he's incredibly narcissistic or no sorry dennis that's who i thought you're talking about dennis he's he's tall thin incredibly narcissistic and i think he'd be a horrible fuck because i think he'd be really selfish but i bet he's got a great cock so i would blow him And he would be happy because he'd be, I'd be doing all the work and he'd get all the pleasure and, you know, he'd, you know, that it'd be fun. So I'd I'd blow Dennis. Um, Charlie. How would you swallow? No. (laughs) (laughs) I wouldn't trust that guy. (laughs) Yeah. He'd be, no, he's, he's probably disease laden. I wouldn't swallow him. Mm -mm. I'd probably pull out and have him come on my face. Yeah. (laughs) That's what I would do. Or no tits, not on the face. Then I don't have to get it in my eyes or in my hair. So pull out, come on the tits. Then um, Charlie, he's the kind of the dumb one. He he comes up with different ideas that are always really stupid. They they play him up as being dyslexic, and so they they uh, have a lot of storylines kind of around him just doing really stupid things that the average person would know better. And he's kind of a slob. He so for him, I would just go for the classic fuck. He's always looking to get sex anyway, and. He's kind of a shorter, squatter kind of guy. He's kind of got the build that I I like, the stockier kind of build. So, I I don't know. I I could see a good fuck coming out of that.
1: So, let's so positions.
0: Let's hear it. Um, doggy style from behind for a while and then maybe end with some straight up mish because we all know that's my favorite. <laughs> I'm not real uh, not real creative in that end, but I'll let him take control. Let him think he's being a good uh, man cuz he's, you know, he kind of gets uh I don't know, he gets dogged on a lot and made fun of a lot, so let him have his day. And then, so that leaves Mac left, and I would marry Mac, and Mac to me is the most attractive, he's the most normal of the bunch, he he considers himself to be the muscle, but he's not really the muscle, he's not really the brains, and he's he's not as as uh, narcissistic as the other guys, so he's, he's he comes across to me as being the most normal, although his dad was in prison for selling drugs, and his dad's pretty crazy, and his mom's pretty crazy too, so... You know, I guess you'd have, I'd have crazy in-laws. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's. Whenever you think about the marry one, you have to think about like family members and things. Yeah, thing. but,
0: I'd, I'd have crazy in-laws. So, oh well. So, so that's my choices. All right, good choices. So.
1: So, so I think with that, we're gonna move on to our new segment, which mm-hmm. is swing and trivia. And I don't really know anything about this segment. This was your brainchild, so. I'll let you lay it out, and yeah. to, I don't even know what you're going to do here. So
0: this is just a uh, a fun little game that I wanted to play where I'm just going to – I've found some swinger facts, and these are – I'm not going to be able to find swinger facts every time we do this, so it's probably going to be <laughs> swinging and sex trivia, and just some well, interesting little well, tidbits.
1: This show, we, we try to combine swinging and sex, and everything's 100% swinging, so yep. yeah, sex is... So
0: So I found some interesting little, little swinging-related tidbits, and I'm going to ask you a couple of questions, and – See if you can get it right, and, and then I'll tell you the answer. So, so. is it multiple
1: choice, or I just have to provide the answer? You have to provide the answer. Okay. But I wrote
0: the question in a way that I think you'll be able to at least come up with an educated guess. All right. So so our first question is Is this. According to Terry Gold's book, The Lifestyle, swinging may have originated, or at least uh, started to take uh, gain more, more heat and more uh, participants with what government service branch?
1: Uh, well, well, you gave it away by you. Well, you made it easier. I did. I didn't even know that it was a service branch. So,
0: well, I could have just said government branch.
1: Well, you could have just said with what entity or like what group or whatever. Mm-hmm. Made it that. W- excuse me, that would have made it harder. Well,
0: I didn't want to make it too hard.
1: So I'm gonna go just a uh, guess without any basis, but I'll say um, army.
0: It actually, it was the Air Force. So as as the his book claims um and i don't know what evidence he has to back it up nor have i read his book so 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 but, but i'm at least quoting my source all right so um this is terry gold his book's called the lifestyle and then there's a there's a, a subtitle to it but i didn't write down one. so it that was. needs to be
1: on our list of reading material right? yeah, yeah
0: yeah yeah and it, he he talks about the history a little bit and i've read this in other other places too but the some of the theory is that swinging started to really become more popular it existed in the 30s and 40s but but the the thought is that it started to become more popular Um, during world war ii because uh the pilots their wives would live in a tight-knit community and sometimes a pilot uh may or may not come home or or uh you know they they would just get to know each other really really well and so it started to develop kind of a polyamory swinging wife swapping type community just because of the way they got to know each other and there's this like you know, we're brothers. We're going to take care of each other's wives, kind of thing. Mm-hmm. And and there's some belief that it originated quite a bit in in the Air Force. Okay, so that's interesting.
1: I I have Air Force history background. You in do. My family and also myself early, like, uh, throughout college and a little bit later. So
0: yeah, so that's kind of interesting. So
1: yeah, that is uh, interesting. And, and I
0: think uh, Tristan Charamino is opening up uh, references that uh, book also in in the same kind of story.
1: Okay. I haven't got to that part yet. So,
0: um, the second question is, uh, the Kinsey Report, but updated in, in 2005, estimated... Yeah, I,
1: I believe the Kinsey Report comes out every year. Yeah, yeah. It's annual. So,
0: since at least 2005, uh, but there's numbers for 2011, too, has estimated there's how many swingers in the U.S.?
1: Percentages or just raw numbers? Raw numbers. Oh, so, there's, what, 300,000 or 300 million people in the United States now? What, like... Half of those are kids or under under eighteen, or maybe not half. Uh, no, probably not half, because that would be almost. So if you, if you say the average lifespan's to eighty, mm-hmm. so I'll rule out anybody up to twenty. I mean, I'm that's not entirely correct. We'll rule out a, four, a quarter of those, so we'll rule out a quarter of Americans. I don't. I'm I'm thinking about this too hard. I I think. Let's just see here. Twenty. I'm just going to throw out twenty million.
0: A little high. So in two (laughs) in in 2005, the estimate was two to four percent. No,
1: actually, yeah, twenty million. Actually, I (laughs) that's actually crazy. That's a lot of people. Hold on, that's
0: more than the state of Michigan. Before
1: you give the number, yeah, yeah, Yeah. that's that would be like like, like four
0: times the state of Michigan, isn't it? Yeah,
1: hold on here. Hold the phone. I'm gonna say. (laughs) Well, I would go two million, I think. Okay. I would lower it to two million. Cause... So
0: so the, the estimates from the Kinsey report in two thousand five uh, were two to four percent of couple relationships, which they, they put it at about five million people. Now that was in two
1: thousand five. Oh, so my first number was way high, but then my second number was, was a little low. Yeah. No so, so, now, now so that 5... that was in
0: two thousand five, it's five million. Um
1: so five million is two to four percent of uh relationships? At
0: at the time. Okay. At the time. Now On Wikipedia, which I, you know, Wikipedia cites an article which doesn't cite its original sources for where these numbers came from. So I I can't give a source other than the article that's cited in Wikipedia and I read through the article and it's not real specific as to where the numbers came from. But they're they're estimating that now, given the current population size, um, that swingers could be as high as 10 to 15 million. Ah, people good. who swing on a regular basis. So ah, that's
1: closer to my original number.
0: That's a, quite a large group, but that that number is is less supported than the five million. Yeah, because the five million is from the Kinsey report. I put more stock in that.
1: Five million is still a lot. That's yeah. why we should have more than one underground magazine for You'd it.
0: Think, yeah. Well, maybe our <laughs> listeners are aware of something we're not. So, and and I think I've also heard. Um, it's it's weird, but Oprah Oprah did a did a survey. There it was like a, quite a big survey too. I want to say something like fourteen or eighteen thousand people. And I, I think what they came out of it was something about right around the fifteen million mark. Maybe it might have been fourteen million. So, so. See, we're not so as
1: underground as you think.
0: There's, there's No, well, but it's a secret. But Nobody all talks about it. Yeah. Nobody talks about it. Yeah. So it's a lot of people. So just, just be proud that you're you're part of a, a big network.
1: A big network of hidden people. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, that's
1: so true. no, those those are very interesting facts. So I'll be curious to see what you have next time. So
0: Yeah, I don't know when it'll be.
1: Yeah, yeah, no, that was I. That was that was fun. I liked it. I liked it. So, mm-hmm. all right, I think that that pretty much wraps up this episode. Why don't you take us home, JB?
0: All right. So please uh, rate us on iTunes. We love to get your feedback and your comments—good, bad, ugly—or um, show us your ugly. We'd like to see that too. <laughs> um, and you can also find us on Stitcher. We'd love to get your emails. So please email us at swingingaround@gmail.com. At no G at the end of swinging. You can find us on Twitter, which is uh, just swinging Around, and then, of course, we're also uh, our blog, um, which is Swingin'-Around at Blogspot.com. Mm-hmm.
1: Exactly. So it's it's always funny that we give that at the end of the podcast where you can find us, but if people are listening, they've already found us, but mm-hmm.
0: yeah. It. That's, that's, but that's they haven't necessarily emailed us. That's and what they everybody love to get That's your true. Emails.
1: That's true. So for yeah, they, it's good for people who need who need or want to follow us on Twitter. Mm-hmm. Um, and then yeah, definitely for emails because we 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 love to hear from you. We did the we had the email segment last time, and we'd like to do that again. So send in your emails. Come on, people. Yeah. We want to hear you things. And we're
0: living vicariously through you since I'm pregnant. So send us some stories. I could use some hot, steamy That's nighttime true. reading. That's true. We would
1: love to read some hot, sexy uh, stories on air. So if you wanna, or just... just
0: read them in our bedroom.
1: Well, that would be hot. Yeah, <laughs> that'd be hot too. It'd be... And also, the other thing I wanted to ask those of you out there is, let us know how you listen to the podcast. Not how, in terms of if you use iTunes, but do you listen to it on your way to or from work, or do you listen to it while you're fucking? That'd be hot, but yeah, well, what do you, what do you, what are you doing do, a
0: little diddle? What are you doing you're when cooking you, cooking dinner?
1: what are you doing when you listen to the podcast? So yeah, so those are our call for topics. Uh, we want to know how and where and when and what you do when you listen to the, t- to the show and send us in some hot, sexy stories. Instead of the penthouse forums, this is going to be swinging around forums.
0: Yeah. Call it turning on JB. <laughs>
1: <laughs> well, I, yeah.
0: Thank you.
1: Yeah. So, all right, everybody. Oh, and we want to pimp our other show that we are putting out now because not only are we swinging and sexy people, but we're also incredibly geeky people. And but we're... that does
0: not mean we're not attractive. Which, that's...
1: What are you going to try to... Like, the assumption is we would be if because we're into geeky stuff?
0: Well, some people think that geeks or nerds are, are not attractive. There's a stereotype associated with it and i want to dispel that
1: i would hope that our listeners would not have i mean i
0: would show our listeners my titties right now but sorry listeners you can only listen
1: but if you want to listen to so sex and swinging is a passion of ours and so we do this show but we also our our other passions are geek related passions movies uh this summer movie season so a lot of movies going on So movies comic books video games and you can find us tv tv as well and so we've started up another podcast uh, called uh, Talking Geek, and you can find us on iTunes and Stitcher. Um, I won't bother giving you the email or yeah, or, listen or,
0: to Talking Geek. Yeah, email, listen sure. to Talking
1: Geek. You get the email. You but you you can find uh Talking Geek on Twitter at Talking Geek. But look for Talking Geek on iTunes and um Stitcher. and no G at
0: the end of Talking because we don't know how to spell,
1: <laughs> and we think it's it looks cool for some reason to <laughs> take off that. I don't like words end with G. No G at the end of the words.
0: Well, we leave out the apostrophe, so our, our grammar's not right.
1: No we, no, we had the apostrophe.
0: Not in the actual title, though.
1: Oh, yeah, yeah. So, all right, everybody. Stay sexy and stay swinging.